Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At this time, we're going to go behind enemy lines. It's not really behind enemy lines this week, though. It's We're talking with the good brothers, I call them. Mr. Jake Arians, uh, very familiar with the Tampa Bay Bucks organization. Jake, how you doing, bud? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Thanks for coming back on. You came on earlier in the season, and uh, things haven't changed for the Arizona Cardinals since that appearance. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately not. They've gotten worse, but that's, that happens. They had a lot of injuries, man. Yeah, a lot of injuries. I mean, I don't remember a year this bad when it comes to top to bottom amount of injuries the Cardinals have had. But anyway, the biggest question I have for you, just to kick things off, and I think it's the most important on people's minds, is do I start Russell Gage in my fantasy championship this week based on his performance last week? Uh, he had two tutties, eight receptions on 12 targets, 58 yards. Is he going to do that again against a very bad Arizona Cardinals and a banged up secondary in the Arizona Cardinals? See, Russell hadn't been healthy all year either. He got hurt in training camp and has a hamstring tendon that he hardly practices. I have no idea. I don't know what to tell you about <laughs> anything about this Bucks team. Man. I need I money, man. I need your help here. Come on. I wish I could say yes. I like Mike Evans' chances better in the red zone. I like Chris Godwin's chances of getting a ton of targets. Gage has been totally hit or miss and they kind of they blew a 17-3 lead at the half then they're down what 34-17 in the second half and he gets another teddy late I, I wouldn't like my chances I think he'll probably have a seven or eight target game but I don't know about two tutties and and having a huge fan and he's not winning anybody's championship I don't think dang it I thought that was that was going to be the key hell they've only scored two touchdowns in a couple games <laughs> it's not like they've been lighting the world on fire <laughs> that is That's true the, uh... I'll let you know. I know he goes fantasy. I'm going to go reality here. Yeah. What? Uh, what was that about with Tom Brady there in that in that last week's game? I mean, we, we get so used to what the performance is supposed to be from him. They've had a lot of issues, obviously, from a health standpoint. There seem to have been some issues with Mike Evans and being on the same page game in, game out. Is that just the frustration getting to a point where Tom Brady is willing just to say, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and start whipping this thing around and the stat lines are going to be what they are because it's clearly is not a team that has had the level of consistency this year that they expected. No, I mean, they averaged 31 points a game the last three years, 31 in the playoff run to win the Super Bowl. And you're, I mean, if they've won, if they scored 21 points in every game, they'd be 10 or four. That, that's how Jeez. bad it's been. I mean, they're yeah. averaging just like 18 points a game. You have one starter from the offensive line that's on there right now from the Super Bowl team from a couple of years ago. The entire interior is, is done. You're missing two pro bowlers. Um, 
you replace them with a couple guys, a couple young guys. You, ha- you haven't had that same continuity at receiver. They've all been up and down hurt. Chris Godwin coming off the ACL has been good, but he's not quite the same guy. And the Mike Evans thing is Mike's routes. He's an outside guy that's big. His routes take a long time to develop. And Tom doesn't want to hold the ball. He's getting rid of it faster than anybody in the league. You don't want to get hit. You can trust that offensive line. You're not running it great. You don't run a ton of play action, even though you're one of the best teams in the league at it. I mean, all of that kind of jumbled together is has been kind of ugly. It's been it's been hit or miss. You saw the first half last week what they're capable of. Yeah. And they come out in the second half and they can't replicate that. Just specifically then on Mike Evans, you say he's you know the big body outside receiver. Is the frustration from Tom beyond the game to game, but saying maybe more that if you're a number one wideout, you need to be able to do everything and then become my viable option as quickly as I want to get that ball out. And is Mike Evans just not, I don't want to say capable, but you know, is it just not a part of his route tree where he can do different things and maximize his value with how Tom's playing right now? Mike can do it all. I'm not sure Tom wants to hold it long enough for Mike to do it all, to be honest with you. I mean, I think part of the problem is Tom's getting rid of it too quick at times. He's not letting stuff develop, especially on play action. He wants to get out of his hand. A lot of drop off to the backs, which are fine. Both have been pretty successful at that, but Mike's, Mike can do it all. He's proven that. Yeah. I mean, he's going to get to his, what, ninth straight thousand-yard season to start, start a career, break that record that he's tied with Randy Moss. Um, I don't think it's a Mike issue. I think it's a holding the, you know, trusting the offensive line long enough, holding the ball for that stuff to develop. Mike runs a lot of, you know, 15-yard digs, goes, comebacks, stuff that takes, you know, it's more than a three-step drop when you're throwing it to Mike. Uh, I think that's part of it. It's on and both I, of them, for sure. It's on the whole offense, for sure. When you say that, it gives me uh, kind of flashbacks to any given Sunday when the vet QB, there's a there's a scene in there where he's getting bull rushed and he, he goes, whoa, big fella, and he gets rid of the ball real quick and he goes, sorry, just getting a little old. Uh, that's how I feel with Tom Brady when you tell me that. But There's definitely uh, part of that. Yeah, Tom, Tom and the Bucks they've struggled to move the sticks, uh, score in the red zone. Well, good news is, the Cardinals uh, are the worst in the league in giving up scores in the red zone. So, I I mean, right now you guys are still first in the NFC South. Oh, there we go. You're still uh, first. Yep. No, you're good. You guys are still first in the uh, the NFC South. I I mean, could this game not come at a better time? Obviously (laughs) we know a lot about offensive line injuries and, and Colt McCoy hasn't looked like the same guy. Granted he's your backup, but Kyler Murray didn't look like the same guy either, both before injuries here. So I can get why the team isn't, isn't performing that way, but with the Cardinals, with you guys rolling into town, uh, is this a get right game and, and a game at, at the perfect time to get you a little hot before maybe a playoff run? Yes, and that damn sure better be. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're facing a guy with what 37 career pass attempts. Yep, third string quarterback. Now, the thing that scares me with that is I hate playing young guys with nothing to lose, especially athletic guys that are running around. We play a lot of man. I think we need to play a lot more zone with our eyes on the quarterback this week. Uh, and put the pressure on him, throw him a lot of those Todd, those Todd Bowles design blitzes, you know, be very confusing, be very multiple on defense. But I hate playing those guys. I hate playing guys with nothing to lose to just go out there and wing it. Because if we saw Daniel Jones first start, pulls one out of his ass and plays unbelievable. I mean, a few weeks ago, we just saw Brock Purdy in his first start, light it up and play unbelievable, face those blitzes. Uh, it is because the Cardinals have so many injuries. That offensive line still banged up. You're on your third string quarterback. The defense has gone through a ton of stuff. Uh, and we're getting healthier. I think we're going to get a couple guys back this week, especially on that defense. That defense should be close to what went to Dallas in week one and dominated them and looked really good in week two. And then it hasn't been the same. We had a bunch of secondary injuries. We might hold a couple guys out. But you got three games left, all NFC, two in the division. 
probably only got to win two to win the division, but this is damn sure one you want to do. And the thing that scared would scare me for Cardinals fans is Tom Brady in prime time on Christmas mm-hmm. night. His first regular season game ever at State Farm, which is weird. He played two Super Bowls there. Uh, you know, that's like he went to Germany, looked like a different guy. First ever regular season game in Germany, and all the eyeballs were on him. And Tom wanted to show out, and he did. That was like the first game I've seen all year where he really just held on to the ball, looked like him. It wasn't the way we were just talking about too, getting out too fast, all that kind of stuff. So um, we'll see, and it damn sure should be. But I don't have a lot of faith in what's going on. I see a lot of Cardinal fans moving their tickets because it's Christmas Day, but I am the opposite where seeing Tom Brady, one of my my favorite memories, I guess a bad memory, but a, but a good memory, was seeing Peyton Manning when he came here with the Colts one year and just pick us apart. And so not being able to, not seeing Tom Brady yet ever <laughs> against the Cardinals, because I don't even know if he came here when we were in Sun Devil. He might have. Once he might have had one game, or- right? Yeah, and I, and I don't remember if I was at that game or not, if I was too young. I, I don't I honestly have no clue. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, it, it is going to be exciting Sunday night getting to see him do his thing regardless of the outcome. And, I, and I, I've been pretty candid on this podcast that I want us to lose some games down the stretch here. And, uh, and You know I am the no opposite of that normally, but you're mm-hmm. at that point now where you want to do that because that, there's five, six quarterbacks. If you're top three, four, five pick – I think it's really one of those years you could trade down. You're not taking a quarterback, obviously, and really yeah. get a haul for that. I mean, that's one of those years you really can can take advantage of that situation. So I, I would be all for that if I was a Cardinals fan at this point. Normally, I'm like, don't talk to me about the draft until freaking February when the season's over or yeah. at least two weeks after our season ends if we don't make the playoffs. But in this case, I mean, hell, there's Bucks fans talking about that. I mean, well, I'm, like, I was gonna- I'm like, hey, by the way, we spoiled you so bad. You've hung a banner <laughs> in your stadium four times in 37 years or whatever it is. You've never done it back to back. I don't. They don't put your damn record on there where they hang the banner. If you win back to back division titles, it's still a big deal for the Bucks. Like, calm yeah. down with how bad you've been spoiled at this point. It's still a big deal. Well, that's I know Tyler wants to get some insights on the Cardinals organization, but I was going to bring that part of it up. And I kind of knew, you know, it's a bit of a softball question on the idea of when you look inside the NFC South, the Bucs actually have the worst point differential inside the division. It goes in the wrong direction. Atlanta minus 27, minus 29 for the Saints, minus 38 for the Carolina Panthers and then minus 41 for the Bucs. Obviously, the Panthers losing last week kind of took some of the wind out of what felt like their surging sales there. there's been this sentiment that maybe Tom isn't going to want to come back to the Bucks next year. He's going to want to move on. Does it not matter at all when the division is there, when you can win the division, you can go to the playoffs. Is there really that mentality of it doesn't matter. You can be under 500. You could be eight and nine. You win the division. You're in the playoffs. And, and while you may not have the highest level of confidence in the version of this team, anything can happen. Matchups get weird and you'll take your chances knowing you get to actually host a playoff game as well. It's not like you need to go on the road to start in that scenario too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's at the end of the day, you get in and you win the division, you host a playoff game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The defense that says getting healthier by the time we get there, Tristan Wirf should be back. Who the hell wants to come play Tom Brady in the playoffs when everybody's record zero and zero and you're at home. And that's nobody. Like- I mean, I I don't. Dallas doesn't scare me that much. We've seen the up and downs of them. If we got to go to Philly in week two or go to Minnesota, I feel pretty good about their chances in week one. If it's a a Commanders team that gets in, if it's a hot Lions team, even that. I mean, an inexperienced Lions team against a Tom Brady led team at home in the playoffs, I think you'd be a different animal. But I haven't seen enough from this Bucks team to make me really be that 
faithful that they're going to do more than, than win a home playoff game. Same time, you get healthy. Like I said, they score 21, they're 10 and four. I don't see this defense giving up a lot more of that in a playoff scenario. I, I think they're going to be right in it for at least the first couple of weeks. I don't think they have enough to make a true run unless they get really healthy in the next couple of weeks. And I know so much of that. You mentioned the teams there. It's the Lions. They've had a great run. Or the Cowboys, who have been terribly inconsistent with essentially this group of core players there. So a lot of those matchups, to your point, yeah, I'll I'll take Tom Brady and 20-plus years of NFL experience (laughs) in a lot of those scenarios and just see what happens, especially still a few weeks here for them to get healthier. But I know... (laughs) <laughs> one team that's not going to get much healthier or certainly not going to improve anything is the Arizona Cardinals. And Tyler has more than a few questions on what's going on with this organization. Well, and, and just obviously your, your background, Jake Arians, obviously the son of, of former coach, uh, former Arizona Cardinal coach, Bruce Arians. Uh, pull back the curtain real quick. Right after this interview, you're going to go pick up uh, Pop. And, We're hosting uh, bring- Christmas, man. We're not about this ever happened. You know, yeah, always in Tampa or somewhere. He's got a road game. They're, they're coming here for this one. My only Christmas wish to Santa is that I get a beverage with the uh, cool uncle that you like to have a beverage beverage with this weekend at some point. So if there's he any way to make suite, that possible, so we'll see if we can make that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm hoping to get special. a text and I can come up and you know do a quick cheers. You know what I mean? We'll shout down. We'll shout down to you, Tyler, from the yeah. Suite. That's we'll say, oh, too. That too. We'll see. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> uh, but I got to ask you. Obviously, you have a lot of inside. You were around the team for a long time. You, you see what's been happening. I, I mean, we talked about on our last episode that this organization, if you were to rank organizations top to bottom, they're towards the bottom right now with all the chaos. I, I mean, not just player chaos. You've had a bunch of that. You've had a bunch of coaching chaos that of, of guys being let go and having personal situations. Kugler uh, most recent, right? And then now GM Steve Keim uh, stepping away from the team for health reasons. I know the relationship between Steve and, and Bruce and, and they're tight as tight can be. Uh, I mean, when you look at this organization, I mean, where do you go from here? It's a great question. I mean, you paid the quarterback, which we talked about last time. I was not a big fan of, of I, you had to pay him. I wasn't a big fan of that deal. That's a lot. That's a lot of money locked in mm-hmm. for a long time. I think he earned a contract. I'm not sure he earned that one. Cause probably when you pay these quarterbacks, you get two ways to win a Super Bowl now the veteran quarterback that earned the money that does all that and a bunch of young role players that play really well or a quarterback on a rookie contract and a bunch of veterans everywhere else. You're really good on defense and the quarterback plays above that contract and that level. Think about how that's, that's kind of where they were at. Think about how that's changed, right? Like before it was always like, Oh, you're the top draft pick. So you're going to get a bunch of money, even though you've done nothing in the NFL. And now it's almost like you're still kind of like pushed in that direction because mm-hmm. Kyler hasn't done enough to justify the huge contract he got, but it's like you're forced to because either you let him go, you know what I mean? And and then what did you just do? You could have let go of your franchise quarterback. So it's just a weird situation when when they changed the rookie scale on contracts and and so those those number one picks wouldn't get paid so ridiculously. It, it just it's almost created new problems here. And and you're still in a situation where you don't feel you don't feel hundred percent comfortable in the contract you're giving, but you almost feel like you have to. Yeah, and I think they did have to. I just don't like yeah. – I don't like the year they did it. I wish they would have tried mm-hmm. to do it this offseason. I know he was pushing for it, and he didn't want to go into oh. that last year. I, yeah, I get all that. You know they, they wanted to do it this offseason coming up. <laughs> right, but I don't I don't know that you had to lock in the second biggest contract in NFL history and the second most guaranteed money in NFL history. And that's only to Deshaun Watson's insane deal that the Browns gave him. You think they want to take that back? Oh, or yeah. Denver wants to take back Russell Wilson? Probably when you pay the quarterback and you pay him like that is you lose five or six really good starters – and then your special teams suffer because you're taking a bunch of young guys, a bunch of free agents, guys that you're not taking those quality veteran backups. 
that are playing teams they are taking younger guys that are athletic guys, but they don't have the experience. So much of special teams is effort and experience, nuances of changing lanes and when the how the ball is going to bounce and, and stupid little things that you don't think are a big deal. They're a huge deal. And 10 yards of that hidden field position five or six times in a game can really flip-flop a game. Uh, I don't know where they go, man. It's going to be really interesting. I, Steve Kime is like a brother. Known him a long time. I don't think a lot of this is on him. You can't control the injuries if you're the GM. We talked mm-hmm. about it last year. He's had some some bad trades, some really good ones. Um, I'm not sure. Well, you, can't start, you, you can't well, blow it up because you can't blow it up because you paid the quarterback. Do you, do you think he comes back? I mean, it seems like everything we're hearing, Ian Rappaport, everybody else is saying he's done. But you think he'll be back? I, I, is the, I, the owner's not known for liking to spend money. And they're yeah. both on five-year extensions, one year in. That's yep, paying yep. – Two guys, four million dollars, or four way more than four million, four four more years of multi million dollar. Yeah, I don't see him doing that. Uh, Michael likes Steve; they work well together, uh, and I don't see him paying those guys for four more years. You're paying the assistants for a couple more. I don't know that he wants to blow the whole thing up. You take all the injuries out. I mean, D Hop and, and Hollywood play what two games together, yeah. and they haven't really done that with Kyler. Like, I want to see that. I want to see that with Zach Ertz. I want to see that with the full healthy offensive line. Like that offense. Scoring a bunch of points. That defense doesn't have to be quite as good with that. I, I, if I was the owner, I'd want to see that again. Uh, maybe lose the uh, AJ Green contract, some of the other ones that don't make a lot of sense. You could lose a couple guys on defense to get some salary cap help. But if that offensive line's healthy, they're pretty damn good. You, you've yeah, ran you it well at times. Like I'd, I'd start there with putting this offense back together. Problem is, Kyler's not going to be ready. Stop with the he's going to be ready for training camp stuff. I've seen a bunch of Cardinals. Like, don't yeah, get your hopes up. No, no, no. I got three. I got one word for you. It's a bunch of letters. RG3. His yeah, career yeah. was done. They rushed him back. It was over. Let him. He can't play from the pocket only. Or he's going to get hurt again. When he's back to being himself and he can run around and play like he plays, that's when you play him. You don't rush him back before that. That's probably Halloween at best. And, and it's funny, too, because you do mention we went back, as Tyler said, the last episode and talked about kind of the last four years for Arizona, key free agents, signing them or not signing them, draft picks, et cetera. And at the end of the discussion where you want to say, point your finger at this one specific individual, it's not. There were GM hits and misses, as always is the case, head coaching decisions, injuries, like so many different things factor into it that it was really hard to come out of it saying, well, obviously it, it must be Steve Kime or it must just be Cliff Kingsbury or a defensive coordinator, et cetera. But the, the, my last question for you would be, Kyler Murray obviously not going to be playing here down the stretch. You understand that the back end of this season has been a wash. And there was a point when we looked at it, if you talked about one possession losses and flipped them for the Arizona Cardinals, they were a six and six team at one point in this season and in mm-hmm. the playoff picture. So that's how close, as bad as this year was for them, how close they could have been to, to being in that. But Tyler has pushed a lot for seeing younger guys down the stretch. Do you believe in, you know, that DeAndre Hopkins should be seeing less reps over the final few games, trying to push for oh, Tyler's favorite, Greg Dortch, et cetera, or, do you understand the pride <laughs> level that comes with these players? They want to go out, there's stats, there's contracts, there's things that matter just beyond developing developing or looking at some of your young prospects. The guys are playing for money. Every one of them's got an incentive package. So they they want the yeah. they want the bread. Like they you got to play those guys. Now we talked about last show. Greg Dorch should have been playing over AJ Green all year, but damn sure since the last time I came on. The kid does nothing but make plays. I don't give a damn how big he is. I don't care about any of the measurables. He has energy, he brings the energy, and he freaking makes plays. He should be out there playing. That's a guy I'd want to see more of down the stretch. I think you've seen enough from Robbie Anderson, the role player at best. I don't know at this point, I don't know how much you're going to get out of anybody that you're trying to play and see anything from. Maybe a guy on defense. 
Um, to me, going back to the, how you start this over, the loss of Sean Coogler is going to be huge on this offense. I don't think a lot of people realize it wasn't just the run game coordinator, offensive line coach. He's a former offensive coordinator, head coach, brings a lot of NFL experience to a room that doesn't have a ton. Love Sean Jefferson. Steve Hyden's done a great job. But I think they need another guy with coordinating experience in the NFL to come in and be a part of that to help Cliff. And you need a pocket passing veteran. There's going to be a bunch of them. Quarterback to take over until Kyler's ready. You can't count on a bunch of off, you know, non-scripted run around Kyler plays until he comes back. He can make that stuff happen when he does, but you need somebody that's going to throw it like it needs to be thrown from the pocket to give yourself a chance to stay in there with that offense. With those weapons, there's going to be a bunch of guys available, I think, that can do that. Can your salary cap take the hit? I don't know, because the guy that's not playing is making a lot of money sitting on the bench for a while. He's probably going to start the season on PUP, which will help. Uh, you can, you know, manipulate the salary cap in those directions. But I, to me, you got to start there if you have, want to have any chance of of making a run next year. Enter Marcus Mariota, right, Tyler? Oh, God. I said pocket passer. <laughs> <laughs> not run all over the place again. Uh, not a wild but... goose chase out there in the backfield. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Tyler. So, I mean, you've already alluded to it. Monday, January 9th rolls around. Cliff Kingsbury's still the head coach, huh? I think so. I think so. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't fire Cliff at this point. I mean, I, it's, there's a lot of ugly. I don't think a lot of the ugly is necessarily Cliff's fault. I would love to see Cliff have, like I said, a, a guy. My dad's always had Tom Moore, right? Mm-hmm. Who the hell knows more about offense than Tom Moore? They can shut the door, talk about anything, and they never leave in that room. But they can talk about what's really going on with their team. How do we fix it? Who do I lean on? I'd love to see Cliff have a guy like that with all that NFL experience, all those different, all those years with Peyton and, you know, all the Scott Mitchell and Terry Bradshaw. I mean, Tom Moore goes on and on. Have a guy like that I think would be phenomenal for his career as a play caller. And to be a head coach and play caller is freaking tough. I, I think he also should have – I don't know if it's a special teams guy or a guy he really trusts on – don't call timeout. Don't go for it on fourth down. The clock management has been awful. The going for it on fourth down is way too aggressive. This ain't college football. I don't give a damn what the analytics say. You have to have feel for the game. And I've watched four Cardinals games live and wanted to pull my hair out on fourth and ones on your own 35 or not kicking a field goal <laughs> on fourth and two or three when that three points mattered in those games, the Raiders game especially. You don't go to overtime. You win the damn game. If you just kick the field goal in the third quarter, that kind of stuff is driven me nuts. Having a, but having a guy he truly trusts and leans on for that, that respects when he says, no, don't do that, right? Just check yourself and think about it for a second. I think that would be huge for Cliff. But I don't think all of this is on Cliff. I, I think Cliff, especially when you – if Cliff's on a one-year deal, yeah, fine, whatever. But with a five-year yeah. extension and knowing the owner, I, I think they're both back. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, that's not going to make a lot of fans happy. <laughs> Probably not. Tell you. That's I'm always the answer, right? I know. I'm a coach's kid. That's always the answer. Fire the coach in the gym. We'll start over. I know. What I was going to say, too, because and it's easy, right? It's easy for the pound of yeah. flesh. And sometimes, because you don't know what the new thing is. What's the new GM? What's the new head coach? How much of this personnel won't be here then? And then, obviously, the ultimate this. decision with, with they Kyler They ain't Murray, paying right? those two guys four, four more years of contracts not to work and paying Sean Mayton, Payton $13 million a year to come. Because that's what it's going to take to get Which Sean. is the alternative that fans are hoping for, right? Like That ain't that happening. Makes, yeah, that makes Your owner is not paying him $13 million. And he yeah. damn sure ain't firing them and paying them not to work to pay Sean $13 million. <laughs> if that happens, I'll come back on and say hell, I was dead-ass wrong, but I can't imagine. throws it over at that I point. Can, not, and by the way, Sean's going to want total power, total control, which yeah. might be given. 
and him and Steve have a relationship. So I can see them working together, but I just can't imagine paying $20 million and getting one guy. That's where this is so interesting because it's like, do they get rid of one, but not the other? Do they make a move like a Sean Payton, which obviously I am in agreements. I would love the Sean Payton play, but it just historically, not just Michael Bidwell, but his dad, the, the whole, the whole Bidwell family has always been kind of a certain way when it came to paying people. And it is what there's, it is. Look, there's a difference when you're a billionaire and you buy a team and you have completely disposable funds, do whatever you want. And being a millionaire that's owned the team, which is a billion dollar franchise for a hundred years, but you live yeah. off the team. They're just yeah. too big. That's a big difference in those kind of ownership. And you can look throughout the league and see how that works. Uh, but paying those guys, it's just different. Now, could they get rid of one and not the other? Yeah, they can make a dub. Uh, the, the GM who has a relationship with Cliff, who's been there with Steve, who's a Cardinals legend. I could see something like that maybe happening if they decide they want to move on from Steve and not Cliff. But I, to me, I think I think they're both back. Yeah. All right, Jake Arians letting me down before Christmas. I, uh, <laughs> I you know, my family's that. honest, man. We're gonna give it to you like we see. It. No, I know, I know, Jake Arians. I appreciate you. I hope you have a very fun weekend, uh, not just with Christmas, but also at the game Sunday because we need a better draft pick. And uh, yeah, but I appreciate you coming on. Obviously, check out everything the Arians Family Foundation does. They do a lot with Casa and just a bunch of great charitable efforts. Uh, both still here in the Valley and then also, you know, in other stomping grounds uh, where Bruce has been as well. So um, definitely check that out, especially right now. It's time of giving, right? So go check out the Absolutely. Arians Family Foundation, make a contribution, help out some kids and families in, in need. So thank you, Jake. We'll we'll chat again, bud, soon. Thanks, guys. Merry Christmas. Good luck. You as well. You too. All right.